And welcome to another weekly edition of Off the Cuff. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Your weekly dose of law enforcement related news and then some. (laughs) That's right. Is that fair? That's a fair statement. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the, the and then some really and, adds to it. <laughs> and then some. It completes the bubble. There. And whatever else we want to talk about. Listen, guys, if you ever wanted to watch two middle-aged, bald, white dudes that are former cops and one of their kids or... And we're not really sure which one of which one of us it is. Well, that's because we're afraid to take the test. <laughs> we, we Please both never love take them. it. We both love them the same. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. So we're here to deliver the law enforcement-related news. Guys... Right now, you are listening on Monday, if you're hearing this, and there's four shows a week on the Failure to Stop feed. Off the Cuff is the first of the week on Mondays. Tuesday nights is Eric and Andrea. They do True Crime on Night Shift. Thursdays, Eric does Last Call, talks about all the pop culture news to keep you sounding like a a normal person on the weekends, and Fridays is the flagship show, usually breaking down some type of current or past case. And this last week, we talked about Slushy Gate in Louisville, and we had Ian Pitts on. Dude, always what a, a great guest. guest. I love he's that a good, guy. He's a, he's a really solid dude. He's always good to talk to. Um, interesting guy, thoughtful guy, Purple Heart recipient. And so he's got his left Day. arm locked at a 90-degree angle permanently. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Real men would have been able to go through that that blast without losing <laughs> their use of their arm. Right. But Yep. Yep. <laughs> I have the same problem with my penis, too, with the 90-degree angle thing. <laughs> That's called the anchor. <laughs> what? It is? <laughs> I've got a story. That Ahoy, mateys. <laughs> there, there was a kid in high school. <laughs> oh, boy. Do I want to yeah. know this? Why do you know about kids' penises oh in high school? My he God. broke his penis. Doing like what? The, the cartilage? Who? I don't know. You can tell us. I big, don't know what He it had was. a big and bouncing on there. Yeah, you do. And Probably. And so uh, fat bottom girls. He broke it, and it, <laughs> oh, he told God. us that it was just stuck at a curve. And we always thought that he was joking. And then one of his girlfriends, I'll show you. One of his girlfriends told us, oh, "No, yeah. it's it's like that." And so wow. we always made fun of him and called him Anchor Dick. Were they <laughs> weird? <laughs> you know what, though, that's not the worst nickname to have. <laughs> You know, do you, have I mean, a, do you have a worse nickname? No, no, I, uh, no. I mean, like, Mr. No Dick. <laughs> well, I mean, that'll no, do anchor it. Dick is like it sounds like oh, because you can misconstrue it. Jeez, it's just big and heavy, or you know what I mean. Like the end of it's huge. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, anchor, yeah, the anchor. end of it's huge it's a, because I can dick, hold down go, ships with it in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't so go impressive. anchor dick. Oh, that's that's dumb. <laughs> You know, it's like being, you're like, yeah, they call it the locomotive. You know what I mean? Like, that's okay, that's cool. <laughs> the locomotive. They call it you know? the, the bullet train. <laughs> I watched that movie last night, by the way. Which one? Bullet Train. It's bullet uh, train. It's got Brad Pitt as the main character, and he plays a snatch and gra- a snatch and grab slash assassin guy for hire, and he's he's <laughs> he's been going to therapy. To be a more positive person, and then he gets to sign this job to fill in for one of the bad guys that's sick, and then he ends oh up on God. this Japanese bullet train, and it's like a, I really really liked it. It was, 
a, a very unexpected style movie. It's like a murder, murder mystery on a train meets John Wick meets Ocean's Eleven. It was just uh, it was a fun movie. So. You know the most disappointed I've been in a show or a movie recently. No, the therapist. No. Oh, the patient. Yeah, that's what it is. With Steve, Steve I don't even remember the freaking name. <laughs> well, Ooh. yeah, disappointing. Disappointing. Drew Breezy says he literally went to junior high with John Wayne Bobbitt. What the? Oh my god, penis man. <laughs> penis man. <laughs> Dang. You mean you mean old string cheese? See, that's that's a name I would not want. To have <laughs> you mean old string cheese over there? <laughs> <laughs> I see you've met string cheese. What? <laughs> so, so dumb. Uh, anyway, if you want to support the show, you can go to failuretostop.com, grab yourself some merch. You can become a member on YouTube. That gets you access to things like this show, the, the video recording. We broadcast live on Tuesday nights and Friday mornings, but Last Call and Off the Cuff are done. They, they are video recorded, but it's for members only. So we get that. There's a Discord you know, little things like that so that we try to treat the members special. So That's right. You can do that, or you can support our sponsors. The flagship sponsor of the show is Ghost Bed. And mm. uh, I was enveloped by my ghost bed for eight hours last Dude, night. Dude, I so. slept so good. I have been sleeping so good. I have not been. I have been waking up a lot, but it's it's what? not my ghost bed's fault. It's just I don't know what's going on with me. I've got some mental blocks these days. <laughs> what is this the become worst. a therapy session with Mike? You want to talk about it? <laughs> no, we can't. No. Honestly, we could make the whole podcast about it. <laughs> you probably could. We also have another sponsor um, for today's episode. We I do. Believe. Okay. Yeah. What are they? Wait, maybe not. What was the? We did iTarget Pro before. Yeah, that's our that's our target. That's our target, our sponsor. iTargetPro.com. Dot com. Dot com. There was a read that I did last week. Uh <laughs> that, that was, was wonderful. supposed to be specific. Now, in all fairness, Transy did not tell me that I had to do anything today. But you know how passionate we are about the Constitution, especially the Second Amendment. We're also just as passionate about responsible gun ownership protecting our families. We discovered mm. the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and had a blast doing it. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet in my firearm, and started training. Even better, my wife can now practice safely without even needing to leave the house. Because we all know if you give a woman a gun and she leaves the house... Bad things are about to happen. Every this time. system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. Right now, save 10%. Plus, get free shipping with the offer code WOLFPACK. When you go to itargetpro.com, that is itargetpro.dot. No, I'm just kidding. Dot. Just the point. Com. With the cost of ammo through the roof along with gas to get to the range, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. I, targetpro.com. Offer code WOLFPACK. Nice. Oh! Now I can do the ad read like Ben Shapiro. Uh, you know how passionate we are about the Constitution, about the Second Amendment? Uh, we're also just as passionate about responsible gun ownership and protecting our families. Oh That's God. itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com. I feel like he's. I feel like he's a recorded voice, and we put him on one and a half speed. 
I want to talk about. I want Ghostbed to make a wolf bed. I stand by this still. Yeah, man, I'm in. Please, we should have. They should rename that the uh, Wolf Target for us. The Wolf Target. Yeah. yeah. The all of our sponsors target. should just rename all their things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just for us. For for <clears throat> us. I love our our sense of entitlement <laughs> for nothing, for no good reason whatsoever. Other than this, we believe in ourselves. All right, are we ready to get into some news? Yeah, 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 for sure. I think. Oh, do you guys want to talk about the election at all? I, I, Just real quick. I I'm down. I'm down to acknowledge the fact that there's I'm down to clown. It's law enforcement related, and the fact that there is probably criminal behavior afoot. <laughs> you know, no, like uh, yeah, I, I, I am convinced we never went to the moon. I'm convinced there's no satellites in space that we've never been to Mars because if we can't fucking count pieces of paper with scribbles on it, we haven't gone manner. to the moon. Yeah, it's bad. It's pretty rough, isn't it? I just I, it makes me laugh a little bit because it's so ridiculous. And at what point? So I can't remember if it was if it was in Arizona or Vegas last night. The cameras went out that were supposed to be like live streaming the ballot counting. Right, people could access it online. They could see it live. Like, is there shenanigans going on? What's going on in this room? And that camera goes out for eight hours. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Like, really? Like, well, at your what, camera at, was just at out what point does this morning, stop so. being a coincidence? Like, I'm yeah, not even try, I'm not I even mean, trying to offer a conspiracy theory. I'm just saying, like, at what point does all of this nonsense not add up to just normal coincidence? Like, you have Maricopa County has two years to get their machines ready for one day. You're telling me they don't have the ability to do dry runs to make sure everything's working right. It just so happens that the moment hundreds of people show up again, the same thing that happened in the 2020 elections at the same place, you're saying that it just happened to all go down again. That's how, where, where does the coincidence end? That's all I'm asking. I, I think that, yeah, I mean, there is a level of conspiracy theory for that and i think that a lot of that has been kind of bubbling up over the last we'll say five years <clears throat> maybe even a 10 i mean the whole hanging chad thing, right <laughs> all the way back into florida um, days the george yeah Bush. so yeah and and so it is it's a very it is strange why like why can we not have at this point some consistency in how we vote and i know uh that a lot of people that are listening are not from the state of Michigan. I think it's very interesting, very telling how people are have been voting. You know, I don't know if you guys saw the Prop Two commercial that kept coming on. Now, Prop, Prop Proposition Two, Prop Three two. was the one that I was bombarded well, with. Yeah, but well, for me, it was Proposal Two for some, whatever reason it was, which was basically the voter rights one. Okay, make it sound Michigan, good, doesn't it, was, it? Voter rights. They, yeah, they did. Oh wow, fact, that sounds good. I like voter rights. They yes, and it was it was ridiculous because there was a portion of that that said um, that well. So this commercial comes on. This thing would come on all the time, and it's a it's a powerful commercial if you're into commercials as far as political commercials. It is this army soldier comes on, and he's like, you know, I want to fight for your you your freedoms and this this this, and you know, let's make sure that you vote yes on proposal two. 
and it's like switching from him in uniform or or like in like this combat type situation to like him rowing a boat in the civilian world <laughs> um that we that I don't have to uh, have voter intimidation and I'm thinking and and that I can actually vote and like get like in a certain amount of time if I'm you know overseas and honestly it was all garbage because none of that's ever been an issue for the military. No, ever. it's not, it's a non-issue. You're cre- they're creating I, an issue where at, it doesn't at exist. All. Yes. And the thing was, the actual verbiage they made it seem like, oh my god, yes. Oh, I can't. I would never want somebody not to be able to vote, especially in the military. I get it, you know. However, there was a stipulation. There was a line, a a, a sentence in there that said that you have to show ID, or sign this piece <laughs> right. of paper yes. to say that you're <clears throat> legitimate to vote and i'm thinking that's really what this is why the democrats wanted it to go through of course so it was but but everything everything about the commercial was a lie every single part of it was mm-hmm. was a useless mound of, of garbage and if you read actually read what the proposal was it was basically like or if you know if somebody signs a piece of paper then that's good enough too and I'm like, man, we have just lost our way with how how this stuff goes. I mean, the idea, I and this was again, this was a perfect example. Is at night, it was like seven thirty at night. We started watching the news or whatever, maybe even eight o'clock, and the news channel two four seven whatever it was was at a college campus where these fucking tool kids, fucking tools, are are now lined up to register to vote so that they can get their vote counted. And let me tell you, I'm sorry. I am. I am sorry if this offends the entire fucking universe. <laughs> if you're so retarded that you wait until polling stations close, if you, <laughs> I'm just staring at myself talking. <laughs> if you wait, if you're so stupid, no, nay. If you're so retarded that you wait till the polling stations close to vote, you should not be voting. You should, you should never, you, if you've waited that long and went, you know what, I think I'll vote today, but wait, I got to get registered first. I, you didn't even do it in the morning. You said, you know what, fuck it, let's do it right now. It's 7 p.m. The <laughs> polling stations have closed. You should not be voting. I'm sorry. I don't care if the whole fucking universe hates me for that. Hey, no. Don't, and that's you're why retarded. I, that's why I didn't vote, because it was like the day of, and I was like, wow, I haven't registered anything. Eh. Yeah, you I mean, it, which is fine. Your driver's, your, driver's <laughs> license, your driver's license, when you get your driver's license at the Secretary of State, does it have your current address on it? Yeah. Yeah, you're registered. To vote? Yeah, you're registered. Yes. Then. Yeah. Oh. See? Didn't even know that. And see, this is why 23-year-olds should not vote. <laughs> this is why 23-year-olds <laughs> should, should not never, vote. ever vote. <laughs> <clears throat> but I thought it was an interesting... You voted in other elections. Why didn't you... Well, what's your problem? Probably, I didn't know if you, you had moved? to re-register... To vote when you move, yeah, I moved uh, after 2020. So we'll see. Yeah, you, yeah, I don't know how that works for that because I voted, I voted in 2020, but because it was a presidential mm-hmm. election that I. Well, we needed your vote against Big Gretch here in Michigan, and you. It wouldn't this. have made a difference. Yes, it, it would. would not. Well, no, it wouldn't have. Yeah, you have enough of you people thinking it won't make a difference. That's right. And you know the interesting thing about that, too? I think this was uh, a very interesting election, I think, uh, personally. You know, there was a lot of moral proposals out there this time around. And who comes out for moral proposals uh, more than uh, than Democrats or, or liberals? Nobody. You know, because 
Republicans are like, hey, just leave me alone. Or, or I should say conservatives are more like, hey, kind of leave me alone. But as far as being passionate, I think Democrat voters far exceed the the tenacity of a Republican or conservative voter. And one of the proposals was about abortion here in the state of Michigan. So there was going to be a huge influx of young voters. Had that not been on the ballot, I think that had that not been even a factor, uh, which won't be a, uh, a factor in two years from now, I think that 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 our Democrat governor would have been ousted um, because... I don't know many people who have ever said that she has done a good job, and that includes Democrats. Yeah, I think I think uh, in not, Michigan not that, it not did that seem Dixon like was a great that vo- Prop running, Three you know, was the big person the anyway big to issue. vote for, but yeah, for sure. And it's funny because um, yeah. I I thought that Matthew DiPerno would win. I didn't I didn't think Tudor Dixon would win. I thought Matthew DiPerno would win the attorney governor or attorney general um, seat, and he did. Yeah, I mean, it's very strange, like. I it's very weird, and I'm I like I made a freaking uh, basically a campaign video for Matthew DiPerno. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I was just kind of surprised that he didn't. I guess if you should have done a better job, <laughs> I guess so, man. <laughs> Shoot. Well, we 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 so often just forget about the things that have happened in the past, and it's very easy to do that as human beings because we just kind of want to push on and and just forget about everything. Yep, and these COVID restrictions, the COVID lockdowns, were were extremely brutal for this. Not, not just our state, many states, the the country as a whole, the world as a whole, and it never should have happened. And we can look back now and go, yeah, I mean, maybe there were some mistakes made. You're you're damn right, there were mistakes made. Um, when I when I go into an Ace Hardware, um, and I can't I can't pick out paint. For, remember that for whatever reason that was like you couldn't go out like they they had restricted the paint like it was just the weirdest most bizarre string of events that come together uh, where you have medicine and politics meet and we've we've already forgotten about that yeah you know and so it makes it makes no sense to me and again you have a president here that literally is I, I don't know how he puts spe- any of his speech together. Um, <laughs> well, Pennsylvania <laughs> elected John Fetterman, who literally well, let's who be honest. literally cannot formulate a coherent thought because. And listen, right. I'm not trying to dig at the guy in terms of like no, he had a feel stroke or whatever him. it was, right? He had some kind of yeah. medical thing, and so I'm not I'm not trying to demean him as a human being. I'm just saying like, how can we how can we put this person in place to represent? us you know i mean it's not representing me because he's in pennsylvania but i'm just saying like that's what that this is what we're doing yeah well i saw uh, in there was a a commentary that pittsburgh or pennsylvania gets a lot like they sent out their absentee balances ballots months before and a lot of those ballots were already turned in before these um the debates so i am kind of curious as to what's the fine line of that because um how do you process those kind of ballots like you think oh man fetterman like he's our guy he's he he can get it done you send in a ballot two months prior but you've never hear the guy debate and then all of a sudden you hear that and at what point do you go oh shit what did i just do like that's why like i don't have a problem with absentee ballots 
But wow, that just shows that anything could happen. And it's not like Dr. Oz was a great candidate no. for Pennsylvania at all. But I'll tell you what, at, at least, man, at least I, I, I'm really concerned. With the yeah, ability to speak the English language. Yeah. Now now I'm going to have to listen to these, these sound clips of Fetterman talking on the floor and trying not to laugh at him now. Yeah, now and, and it's the Democrats that put these... If the Republicans are doing it too, then it's, it's, it's disgusting. Right. But you, they, they have no problem putting Biden out there. They have no problem putting Fetterman out there. <laughs> I doing the angel <laughs> thing. Lord. Lord. I'm so sick. Oh, my God. <laughs> then you just, yeah, you just sound like you're actually dying. <laughs> but it was, it's just such a bizarre way to push your own agenda by throwing incompetent people in there. And is it, you know, is it because they're, are they that lazy? Or, like, I mean, what is, it makes no sense to me. I guess I, I'm so confused. My my thoughts are starting to become Fetterman thoughts. I can't I can't get them out properly. <laughs> oh boy! All right, that's uh, it's our election coverage. It's we uh, did it. It's a wild, it's it. a wild stupid. There. There's fraud, but it, the voter fraud and all of it can't be measured, and it's a big yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, but I can start this. I I actually have a follow up story. If you want to do that, dude, I've got I, I've got all sorts of stories. I've got a I've got a story that leads us into more of a theoretical question. I want to discuss. I've got I've got nice some funny stuff, some serious stuff. I've Lead got, us every, through I've the got trenches, everything, Dave. Well, let me actually actually this is I have two articles. Then I'll do that, and then you can you'll have the floor for the rest of the time. How about that? Whatever you want, brother. All right, from uh, thehill.com. This is just uh, I just figured we'd keep it in the same circle here for, as far as voting. Uh, the Hill. Sla- this is the title. Slavery, involuntary servitude rejected by four states voters. What? Voters in four states have approved ballot measures that will change their state constitutions to prohibit slavery and involuntary servitude as punishment for crime, while those in a fifth state rejected a flawed version of the question. The measures approved Tuesday could curtail the use of prison labor in Alabama, Oregon, Tennessee and Vermont in Louisiana, a former slaveholding state. Oh, wait. They're talking about like when you go to jail, you can't pick up trash no more or something? Yeah. And one of a handful that sentenced, although they're they're sugarcoating, you know what I mean? They're like putting like icing on it and sprinkles uh, to make it (laughs) seem more exciting. A former slaveholding state and one of a handful that sentences convicted felons to hard labor, lawmakers trying to get rid of forced prison labor ended up torpedoing their own measure they told voters to reject it because the ballot measure included ambiguous language that did not prohibit involuntary servitude in the criminal justice system (laughs) despite the setback in louisiana max parthas campaigns coordinator for the here we go again campaigns coordinator for the abolished slavery national network called tuesday's vote on anti-slavery measure historic i believe Uh, that the people would choose freedom over slavery. If we gave them the opportunity by taking the slavery question away from the legislators and putting it into the hands of the people, and they proved us right. The four approved initiatives won't force immediate changes in the state's prisons, but they may invite legal challenges over the practice of coercing prisoners to work under the threats of sanctions or loss of privileges if, if they refuse to work. I love how they make it seem like we're just, you know, I, and I'm not going to read anymore because I guarantee they're going to go into the, the 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 fact that more most more black people are incarcerated than white people, and that this is just an extension of that. I'm sure that's exactly how that would normally go. So I figured I'm just going to leave that 
where it's at, even though I said it. So this is this is this is the move that they do is they change language. They make things meet they they change the words so that they can can couch it in a way to work to their advantage. Always. So by introducing the slavery language, they're automatically muddying the the conversation in the waters. Yeah. Because they're not talking about slavery. They're talking about labor from people who have are convicted felons who are criminals and our tax dollars are keeping criminals that yeah, exactly. That we are paying to keep in existence. That gets them an extra sandwich every once I in a guess, while for going out. And I guess up if you call that slavery, air. sure, right. I'm pro slavery. <laughs> isn't that but, mo- the most ridiculous but, thing? <laughs> take that clip. Out. Oh, that's the only clip. <laughs> but just I'm pro slavery. But that's I'll, just I'll it. mix it with our KKK <laughs> horse cops. <laughs> I've been done wrong. So you know what I'm saying? It's like, but they do this with. Every issue, every issue becomes a different name. It's like the, it's, it's like we just mentioned with the Prop 2 here in Michigan. It's somehow they are allowed. Now, I know that the language of bills is, are, is discussed and gone back and forth over. But why why is it allowed to be called the voting rights proposition, right? Right. When that's not necessarily what it's about. It's an issue no, exactly. of whether or not these things impact someone's rights. It's not it, they they couch it in a way that makes it sound like if you're for voting rights, you have to vote for the proposition, right? So this is the yes. same thing. If you're anti-slavery, of course you would be anti-labor from prisoners. Like, well, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, it's not even like, the same do, thing. So what if they're convicted, they should just go back to normal society? I mean, should we put them behind any bars at all because I mean, we are we are enslaving them, right? Behind bars. So it's like yeah. you change the language and you call it something it's not, right? Reproductive rights. Right. I, I posted this on my personal Facebook and but and and I have been ever ever since I have been putting anything public out, since twenty fourteen, I have been so loud about my 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 support for, I don't know, not killing babies. Right. Right. Like I feel like that's not a controversial thing that I, I think that people should be able to live that haven't done anything to anybody. Um I believe it's a constitutional right guaranteed in the fourteenth amendment, the the that no human, no person shall be deprived of their <clears throat> right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of property. And so when we take that away from people, but I dig- I digress. The point being is they call it reproductive freedom because it sounds nicer than murder. Right. <laughs> it sounds oh, nicer no than terminating pregnancies because no yep. one is no one has any restrictions on reproductive freedoms here. Anybody can go bang anybody that they want. We are free to bang. Okay, we have reproductive freedom. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's sure. not the question. But they change the language so that the the people that are being confronted with this don't understand it. They do it on purpose to take advantage of those who have the inability to think that probably got a public education that they already indoctrinated. You know, you know what they should do? Yeah. They should just offer free vasectomies when you leave high school or when you turn oh my 18. God. 
Just to get a free vasectomy. Well, for a lot of the guys out there these days, I'm I'm not necessarily opposed to this. Yeah. Just saying. But anyway. Yeah. You got me going. <laughs> yeah, it's not slavery. I know. Morons. I know. It's it, it's but that's politics for you, right? <sighs> um, so annoying. So on to the next one. And this one is it's a little bit this is from November sixth, though I'm hoping things have changed since then. And maybe they have. I just didn't look it up because it's a saved article. Uh, Iowa teen who killed rapist escapes from probation center. Do you remember we read about her? Like, actually, we've done a couple things yes. with her because she had a, a uh, uh, GoFundMe yeah, page and right. all this other stuff. Uh, if 18-year-old uh, Piper Lewis has successfully completed five years of closely supervised probi- probation, her prison sentence would have been expunged. Iowa authorities say an 18-year-old sex trafficking victim who uh, pled guilty uh, to killing a man said she, a man she said raped her, escaped from a women's center where she was serving her probation sentence. Piper Lewis was seen walking out of the building at the Fresh Start Women's Center in Des Moines, Iowa after 6.15 a.m. She wanted a different kind of fresh start. That's right, she did. And at some <laughs> point, with all that fat cash, uh, at some point that day, her GPS monitor was cut off, according to a probation violation report. A warrant was issued for Lewis' arrest, and the probation report asked for her deferred judgment to be revoked and have her original sentence imposed, KCCI uh, Online Edition reported. Uh, she could face up to 20 years in prison. I'm still laughing about this because the whole idea, you know, she has the right idea. Like, fuck you guys. I shouldn't even be here anyway. However, you know, maybe you'd go about that a different way. You know, Prosecutors uh, had called the probation sentence she was given in September merciful for a teen who endured horrible abuse, although... Some question the $150,000 restitution she was ordered to pay. Yeah. A GoFundMe campaign raised over $560,000 to cover the restitution and pay for her other needs. Polk County Judge Dave Porter told Lewis that her probation sentence was, quote, uh, the second chance you ha- you asked for. Uh, you don't get a third, uh, the Des Moines Register reported. If Lewis had successfully completed five years of closely supervised probation, her prison sentence uh, would have been expunged. So I wonder, like, I'm thinking, like, it was her, it was probation. Why was she reporting there or was she, like, did she have to stay there, but she was free to go? I wonder if it was sort of like a facility where you, yeah, you sleep there and, like, maybe you have to be back by a certain time or something like that, but you could go out and still go places. Well, apparently you're not allowed to go out at 6.15 in the morning anymore. (laughs) You know, maybe she was going for a jog and then, and then tripped and cut her, uh, her GPS off. Yeah. Let's give the benefit of the doubt here. Gosh, guys. Maybe she's in real trouble. Yeah. Oh, my God. Never think about that. How, how shitty would it be if she got kidnapped and was trafficked again? Oh, my god. Just gosh. like, what's, what is the person? <laughs> Good Lord. You, right? You guys are wrong for that. Come on, get off. <laughs> all right. Now, the floor is yours, Mike. This is, this is you now. Like, all right. I am all in. I'm paying well, attention. Well, I have a couple of lighter-hearted stories that I want to cover real quick. Uh, and then, then I've got a, a story that, le- that leads me into a question that I want to ask you guys, and then we'll see where it goes. Uh, this story, though, is local to us, sort of. It's Ohio. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, Professor Professor Wilman from Rudo Jiu-Jitsu, this one goes out to you. You sent this to me. <laughs> My favorite thing, trend that's going on, on like TikTok and Instagram right now, is whenever there's like a weird TikTok, Everybody will comment like average Ohio citizen mm-hmm. or 
definitely from Ohio. Like everybody does that because everybody disagrees that Ohio sucks ass. Oh my god! <laughs> right. All right. The title reads: Lucas County Sheriff Deputy under investigation after his weapon goes off in public bathroom. <laughs> oh yeah, there. This gun belong. The gun belonged to a Lucas County Sheriff Deputy. Went off inside a bathroom at Toledo Municipal Court. So it wasn't. I guess it was a public bathroom, but it wasn't like a Walmart. Uh, right. Yeah. Administrators say the veteran sheriff's deputy was the only one in the restroom. According to the police report, the deputy was in the process of adjusting his uniform. Due to the weight of the weapon, he placed the weapon on the hook in the stall to adjust his pants. When he left the stall, he grabbed the gun from the hook and the weapon discharged, striking the ceiling in the restroom. The sheriff's the office launched an investigation people. and said nobody was injured. Um, what is wrong with people? Toledo Municipal Court has provided an area for the officers to use the restroom and to safely secure the weapon. Obviously, it was not used at this point. That's something else we're looking at, Chief Deputy Wes Bombery said. The deputy is still on the job while administration re- administrators review what happened. Bombery says proper discipline actions will be taken if necessary. So, Let me tell you. <laughs> going to I, the bathroom is a big pain in the butt, I'll tell you that. It, it, it is. <clears throat> Way easier with the vest now, but... Um, let me tell you how dumb this is, is that, you know, I've worked for many, many, many departments and I have, there is a ton of stories of that. I, we, I know personally an officer who had a discharge in the department, you, same thing, using the bathroom. And, uh, if you know what I mean, <laughs> um, shotgun, there's a, there was a huge chunk out of the concrete walls. <laughs> Um, in one of them, not kidding. <clears throat> so funny. DPW, same thing. It was a, a shotgun discharge at one of the DPWs. I mean, it happens, people. From the people that you trust the most to protect you when you're <laughs> when you're having your the worst day of your life, that's who's coming to help you guys. You're welcome. You know, right. it happens. It's it's inexcusable. I remember uh, when I was in Bosnia, we were doing a. I was doing a a, uh, a guard duty, and it was extremely sandy there um, because of the, we were filling sandbags and stuff like that. And I remember to this day, like my weapon got super. Oh God, how do you get this stuff? <laughs> out so fast? Um, my my weapon, sack, Dave, was <laughs> I sure do. Um, that's, the, that's why they called you the sandy. anchor. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't call me the string cheese, that's for sure. <laughs> See that bastard over there? That's anchor dick. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I remember like it was so sandy that I I couldn't eject my round from my M16, and uh, I'll never forget that because it was like you you know it was so ingrained in my head to make sure that that weapon was safe. That it, it's I, I just don't understand how people can go around and hang their fucking guns on hooks. You are not that you are not that dexterous, people. Inevitably, you're going to screw up. You know, if, if you do it a hundred times, you're going to screw up at least one time. What is wrong with these people? It's ridiculous. It's inexcusable. <laughs> but a little funny because nobody was hurt. A little funny. <laughs> a little funny. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that guy will. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We're, we're we're eagerly awaiting to see if he's one of the guys who trains uh, down at any of the Toledo gyms <laughs> for jujitsu. Oh my god, that would be so good! You know it's going to get around. Oh, it'll get around. Oh, he, it will. He ain't going to live that down. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, that's not a funny story. Okay, let me go to the one. That- <laughs> <laughs> 
there's, there's another local one though. I found some a bunch of local stuff, man. Uh, hmm. I didn't I didn't even say this article, but a Waterford dude beat his wife to death with a crescent wrench. That was like really, yeah, man. That's quite a crescent wrench, dude. Yeah, probably. You a gotta want it. Grilled cheese situation gone very very wrong. Yeah, right. Um, let's Bet see. That thing here. has a lifetime warranty, though. Next, next story is a fun one. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is, oh yeah. This oh, is the Air God. Force insisting that their flight pattern pointing toward <laughs> Russian oh, airbase was not intentionally a penis, even though. Oh my God! When you and I look at that, <laughs> we see good old anchor dick right no, there. No, dude. <laughs> they they looped over that same line at least twice. <laughs> oh they yeah, they, they did. They made a point to. There's the anchor dick right there. Yeah, the the Air Force insists penis pattern flight path aimed at Russian airbase wasn't intentional. Tardis Syria, the U.S. Air Force has denied that the penis shaped flight path was intentional. Uh, who the, gives a fuck if it was? Yeah, who who does care? The who incident cares? occurred November second. Hilarious. When KC one thirty five Stratotanker was flying between Cyprus and the coastal city of Tardis in Syria, Twitter accounts follow the flight radar twenty four, a website that monitors air traffic. Quickly noticed that the flight path's unusual shape consisting of two circles and one oval. <laughs> <laughs> two the Italian newspaper La Repubblica. Reported that the shape I is in fact edition. unequivocally that of a penis. Online edition, It's clearly a penis, and it's a big wang. It's such a long. Look at that thing! I'm surprised so it was in the air. It's such an anchor. You do a good Italian dude. You do a good like wound up Italian dude. It's so good. <laughs> it's a me, the Air Force penis. All right, <laughs> the Air Force penis. <laughs> At this time, we do not believe the crew acted inappropriately flying a refueling orbit consistent with requirements that meet the need of receiver aircraft. Receiver, it was a giver. The air they were giving, and the, oh my God. the tanker was going to receive. Amazing. All right. Anywho, I think it became a news story because of people on Twitter just like following these nerds that follow flight paths all the time. And uh, and I think it, it just became a thing that got so so built up on online wow. that the Air Force was like forced to address they it. They had to say something. Yeah, which and all they, they said didn't. was, yeah, this is fine. Yes. So. so finally, yes, finally, our U.S. government is, is actually has to speak on something. Yeah, we can hide all kinds of secrets. We can hide yeah. assassinations. We can be like, well, where, where did all this money for the Ukraine go? Oh, we can't talk about that. Uh, what about no, this penis over uh, Syria? Oh yeah, yeah, that wasn't imper- that wasn't on purpose. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Let's let's address. It's that funny because all these liberals, you can just tell that people are liberal by the their profile pictures online. Um, what? Yes, you can. And uh, <laughs> all these comments on like the videos of this thing or post that I saw of this is like. You know, I'm fine with our tax dollars being spent on this. Like, I'm fine with this. And I'm like, what? Of course. What? Of course. Yeah. So of course that was kind of interesting to me that they're fine with drawing penises in the air. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, that's about right. Good Lord. Uh, well, now, now, now a bunch of conservatives are going to be, um, they're going to be driving around in their F-150s with fucking big, like the, the a picture of that penis. Uh, on the satellite around <laughs> book you russia you know what i mean for it's sure just, it's 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 ridiculous both ways it is um all right this is uh just an interesting story local to us out of roseville transient man arrested after fender bender leads to discovery of woman's body in truck bed crazy right 
Police arrested a 19-year-old transient man after finding a 62-year-old woman's body in the bed of a pickup truck as they were investigating a minor crash last week. 62? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Police yeah. said the suspect, Stephen Freeman, was driving a blue pickup truck near the intersection of Hayes and Common Road shortly before 2 p.m. on October 27th when he collided with a semi-truck. Freeman allegedly fled the scene, you don't say, on yep. foot prior to the officer's arrival. Officers arrived and quickly spotted the body of a 60... Oh, oh good good eyes on those officers for noticing yeah, a dead nice person. Nice job. Uh, like, <laughs> they quickly spotted. Oh, yeah. They're, they're cat-like yeah. reflexes. Um, you know what it did? They were probably like, oh, what the hell is that? That's what that, that, was, what that quick spot was. <laughs> right. Uh, Gabrielle or Gabriel, Gabrielle, um, sight seats lying on the bed of an abandoned blue pickup. She had a shoelace wrapped around her neck, according to court documents. Medical examiners still Lord. working to determine the exact cause, uh, but they are operating under the assumption she was murdered. Uh, they soon named Freeman as a person of interest in connection with the death. No way. How did they put that together? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, investigators <laughs> say his family, has, he was arrested on charges of receiving and concealing body and concealing a death. Additional charges may be forthcoming. Well, I How wonder, did he conceal the death? Yeah, I was like, I wasn't concealing it. It was in the pickup. Yeah. You guys saw it. I'm out there driving. You guys, you guys quickly spotted it. Yeah. <laughs> he was his bond is only seventy five thousand. Oh, good lord! <laughs> I, I don't even know what to do anymore. I don't even know what to do anymore. Well, good lord! Well, we're not going to make him work if he's convicted. I'll tell you that right now. That's slavery. No, hell no. Picking up trash. Oh. That's beneath you. That is oh my slavery, God. my friends. Yeah, uh, that was a really crazy one because it took them. I, I I don't know how long it, it took more than a day or two days to find the guy, didn't it? Like mm-hmm. it, it was like this dude like takes off and they made it seem on the news like it was a traffic stop and then he took off and the, the, he they just couldn't find him. But apparently he said he was gone before they got there. But yeah, that's a weird one. I didn't know she had the uh, the shoelace wrapped around her neck. You know, there's there's some things we call clues. Um, <laughs> in and evidence. I'm glad that they're not too quick to speak on how she died. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. One more quick article before I get into the more discussion-based thing. You're falling thing. asleep on us, Mike. I know. Sorry. Off. Man, you're struggling coffee. today. Yeah. I, I didn't sleep good last night, man. I bet your wife didn't go out and get you an Americano. No, I made my Clearly own coffee, not. man. Pour over. Black Rifle. Yeah. All right. There you go. <clears throat> Let's see. Seattle, Washington. Seattle officials. Oh, the headline. Seattle lawmakers pushing program that gives addicts gift cards for not using drugs. That'll oh, stop them. Oh, God. How out how, of touch do you how, have to be? How has Alcoholics Anonymous not caught on to this? Um, right. That they could stop people from excessive drinking of alcohol by just giving them gift cards. Like, how have we not thought of this? Do you know how many gift cards I would have? Because I am a stone cold alcoholic. <laughs> I, I would. Oh, my gosh. I could temper my alcoholism with gift cards. Yeah, Seattle officials. What have if they proposed... gave out? They gave out like Cold Stone Creamery, like five dollar <laughs> Cold Stone Creamery things. <laughs> they have proposed it's using taxpayer dollars to provide financial incentives to methamphetamine addicts <sighs> who agree to enroll in a twelve week drug intervention program. They would be required to submit a drug testing two times per week. Each time they test negative, they would receive a voucher or gift card as a reward. The value would increase each time the participants test negative. Rewards who test positive or skip out on a scheduled test revert back to the initial reward amount and rebuild. So they'd be punished. Are they afraid to tell you the amounts yes. in there in the article? Addicts could receive a total, it says this, 
a total. What do you think the what do you think the total amount that they could receive over twelve weeks is? Well, they're so out they're so out of touch that it's either way it's a slap in the face to either the the participant or the taxpayers. That's all I can tell you. It's either like a hundred dollars or it's like fifty thousand dollars. It's, 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 it's gonna be it's something ridiculous. Three hundred bucks. Yep, see, it's a slap in the face. So do you. you think do you think a meth addict like that? They can just get that. <laughs> that they're going to be like, few cars. oh, shoot, I'm going, I can <laughs> give up this habit. Up. I can give up this habit that I've formed and get $300 of gift cards, or I could just go steal $300 and keep my problem. Yeah. It's, I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't, I would never stop drinking for $300. They could literally never. steal stuff from garages and sell it to a pawn shop and make like five times that. So far in, this in, year, in an hour and a half. Seattle yeah. has had 318 identified overdose deaths from meth. Good. So, See ya. Yeah, that's okay. a, per, a person a day. <laughs> might be a little sensitive. I mean, it sounds like a self correcting problem here. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's funny that you say that, Elijah, because like, in in the like, I remember when I first started police work, I just didn't give two shits about what we dirt bags. You know what I mean? Like sure. people. That, but after you've been in the job a long time and you start talking to people and you start seeing the real problems that people are having in this world, it actually is. It's you just you see what it does to families and that it's it's tough, dude. It, it's it is a rough rough deal. I remember we went to a. Uh, we got called to a restaurant that was it was closed down for the whole COVID thing, but. Like they were doing just like the deliveries and stuff like that. I don't know how they stayed afloat because it wasn't that kind of restaurant. Um, but they were trying to make that work. And this girl was uh, on meth at the time. Uh, was I don't know where she came from or why she's there, but she was a young girl, pretty girl. But she was like writhing. You know what I'm talking about when in that meth thing, like where you're you're all over the place, you're flopping around and stuff like that. And and me and Greg were having a, a actually having a great conversation with her about it, like kind of like. Because I, I don't know how I didn't know how long her high was going to last. We didn't really have a lot of things that we could do with her because um, she did not want to go to the hospital. And I, you know, so we were just kind of sitting with her for a little bit and talking to her. And it's just crazy. Like people's stories are just it, it'll blow your mind out there. We can talk all day about you know alcohol or drugs or things of that nature because it's you know stuff that we're not hooked on. We I don't have an addictive personality. Um, I don't have things going on in my life that would quote drive me to do some you know some of these things, but man, it it can be pretty pretty rough. It can be pretty freaking rough. And for the state to slap somebody on the fucking face and say, "Here, we'll give you three hundred dollars. Here you go. I'll, we're so good to you that we will give you three hundred dollars." Whether it's like I said, either fifty thousand or three hundred dollars, which clearly means you do not actually understand the fucking problem with drug abuse. Mm-hmm. You know, you think you can make things go away with three hundred fucking dollars? Yeah, exactly. Well, fuck that, you. That's the big thing is that it's completely out of touch between with, with reality of completely. addiction. Like, but it's there again. It comes down to the fundamental difference of belief. Are are the actions that we want to take will always flow from what we really believe. So what. What this indicates is a belief that a meth at, a meth addiction isn't that big of a deal. Exactly, it's not because it can be solved by just a little bit of an incentive. This is just a little bit of a pleasure they're seeking over here. If we give them a little bit of pleasure that's alternative, they'll just choose this. Right. And 
they completely are disconnected from the cycle of addiction. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's wild how out of touch it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. But they said only between 30 and 40 people initially expressed interest, but only eight followed through. And out of the eight that finished the program, one has up to this point maintained sobriety. This is according yeah. to Seattle Times. So, God. And yeah, that was you know, super and, successful and program. That's, you know, and all that was, you know, was people that wanted help anyway. And it, it it's probably a free program because there are pay programs out there. And they were actually did were trying to get clean. The three hundred dollars be damned. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. their lives are worth more than three hundred fucking dollars. They're they're not going to go. Oh man, like I, I think that I think that on the streets when you are addicted to stuff like that, you probably can hit some pretty low point. And I'm you know nice nice for me to, to understate that right. Some <laughs> some lows in your life, and then. But to think that the incentive there was three hundred dollars to get themselves clean uh, is is a joke. It's an absolute fucking joke. They they had already ma- tried to make that decision. Maybe this is their second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time trying. It's a free program. Let's see if we can get through this. And then, you know, three hundred dollars gives a fuck about three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. Right. Good lord. <laughs> it's uh yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, all right. This is the the question. I guess, which is what would it take legitimately? I know people, especially dudes, they talk about what they would do if such Mm. and such happened, you know, but what would it really take for you? Do you think to take the law into your own hands? If someone hurt your, your wife or daughter, for example, what Mm. do you think it would really take? What, what are the circumstances for you to where you would be like, I'm just going to handle this and the consequences be damned. Okay. I can tell you for me, because I think that you and I shared some different views on that. Uh, for, <laughs> for me, it would take, uh, it would take for me to lose everything. Right. And I've told you that story about that one guy who was perfectly normal and one day just, snapped and murdered his wife and sawed her head all the way to the the mm-hmm. back of the the spine. Yeah. And and up to that day he was a perfect guy in every like as far as law-wise that you could even imagine but he has he has a snapping point. I think and I think that we've talked about we we all I think have a snapping point. Mm-hmm. But I guess I look at this. I don't look at what would I do um if somebody hurt my family or a member of my family, I look at how is this going to be solved, but also balance me having to provide for the rest of my family, for the rest of my life, you know, me being alive and hopefully well beyond that. Mm -hmm. So that, that's how I would measure that. I mean, if somebody came and, and murdered a member of my family, I don't think that I would go, Oh, screw that and I would go out and hunt that person down and, and kill them um, and that would include like all these crazy like brutal crimes that would happen because I still have to provide for my family mm-hmm. now had you done that to my whole family you just came in and murdered my whole family maybe we'd have a Punisher situation after that. <laughs> I don't know you know what I mean like because what else do, what else does Dave have to live for I don't know man that's a good question holy crap I right? think what, do you, someone... what about you guys 
if someone like mur let's say I got home and Brooke was murdered, like clear clearly killed by someone, I think that'd be enough for me to go and kill that person because at that point I'm like, what a, what's the like? I don't really care about anything. I was gonna right. kill this dude. But hmm. if it were like Brooke was still alive and something horrible happened to her, and I wasn't there for it. Then I would be working with police and figuring that out before I would go off vigilante trying to take it into my own hands because I think I'd have a better chance of getting this dude. Now, if I knew the dude, I'd probably beat the shit out of him and then then get the police involved. But I don't think I'd kill somebody like that quickly. I think it's just throwing away too much. It is, and maybe the situation would change because say, say you guys had a child, a yeah. newborn, and somebody killed your wife and your your infant child is in the next room completely healthy and and good would you go out and go murder no, somebody because, and then look, yeah, right I mean, there's, because it's, just, it, it's totally I different still you have, have responsibilities. responsibilities yeah what about you mike i don't know it's just, uh got me thinking i mean you know what I, you know that <laughs> i'm just waiting for an opportunity to whack somebody <laughs> You're too. You're you're literally a sneeze and a cough from murdering everybody <laughs> on, at, at any given moment. I'm one more proposal away from just taking out a whole polling station. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, but that's that's why I asked the question because it really got me thinking. Right? I saw this headline: this uh, Minnesota man arrested for murdering daughter's boyfriend who allegedly beat her. Oh my I, god! See, I, I uh... so. <clears throat> How old was the daughter? Um, well, it's, it says a Minnesota man accusing of executing his daughter's boyfriend after he allegedly discovered he'd been beating her has arrest, been arrested for murder. Bryce Brogles, the boyfriend, 23, disappeared on October 26 after meeting up with his girlfriend's father, 45-year-old Michael LaFlex, uh, at LaFlex's storage unit. LaFlex's uh, daughter called police on the 28th and reported Brogel is missing after he failed to return from the meetup, according to police. According to court documents, uh, officers obtained a search warrant for the storage unit on the 29th. They said they subsequently detected the presence of bleach and blood on the concrete floor. They also located drag marks. Investigators conducted Ooh. a foot search. I, I would imagine a lot of guys think that they could come up with a plan to conceal evidence. Oh, yeah. And it, it's going to be very difficult to go to, to live that plan out. Oh, God, yeah. I, I don't think you're accounting for someone resisting you trying to kill them. Um, they found Brogel's body <laughs> an understatement. inside a uh, public land at a shallow grave site. A uh, mm. distant gunshot wound to the back of the head is the means. Um, do, do, do. LaFlex had also allegedly told the source's family member that he buried Brogel's body in a location where it would not be found. Yeah, well, clearly it was... <laughs> Um, <laughs> Good job, wow. buddy. LaFlex pleaded. Wow. According to court records, LaFlex was sentenced to five years of probation after being convicted of third-degree criminal sexual assault. What? So the dad already had it. See, this is where this particular story, I guess, gets a little muddy because it seems like the dad has some criminal history. So a little, little weird, right? But most mm. – mo um, Forget forgetting the details of this particular incident, it's in itself like that. That headline, 
we've had a couple of these recently, right? This is like Minnesota man arrested for murdering daughter's boyfriend who allegedly beat her. So let's say that he did beat her, right? Let's say that your daughter right. does come home and she's beat up. She was with her boyfriend for the weekend and now she comes home and she's clearly been abused by that guy. What mm-hmm. would What's the course of action there in your own hands versus just passing that off to the authorities you know, up to the point of obviously death. So there's a wide range of things. There's a, oh, he pushed me into a wall. There's the the slightest, you know, physical aggression all the way up to murder. And uh, there's yeah. this guy in Russia, right? Um, a pedophile touched his kid or something like that. And he he served like six months was it, right? Like for, yeah, right. for yep. making the man dig his own grave and then killing him. Yes. Isn't that insane? Fucking Russia. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it just made me think of the question, where, where is that line? I feel, I feel as though my, my inclination, and I'm trying to be honest, right? Cause that can be hyperbolic right. for, for effect, but in all honesty, I could say that I, I think that I would be okay if, if my daughters came to me and they had been physically assaulted by their significant other. I think if that's the case, I'm I'm fairly certain that almost without hesitation, I've already made the decision that I would go beat them. I would go beat the mm. I would go yeah. I, I would go take that into my own hands. But I wouldn't I wouldn't like hide it. I would just take what's coming to me. I'm I, I guess I'm mentally prepared to take the consequences of something like that. I do understand that there's be a whole different world when you take someone's life. <laughs> like right. yeah. you, you go kill somebody. Um, although there's certain things, right? Like if I knew that, um, if I knew somebody that sexually assaulted, let's say my granddaughter or my grandson, uh, yeah. I feel like I've also already made the decision in my head that I would end that person's life and deal with the consequences. Like I've already set my, I've already set things up in my life to where if I'm gone, Sherry still has money coming. <laughs> like, yeah, but she doesn't have you. Yeah, you know but she, like, she'll get over that. <laughs> Clearly, she'll get over. She'll that. move on pretty quick. But, honestly, nothing, nothing great about him. So. But it's what it is. One thing, and I recognize this. It's one Besides thing to say, "Oh, I'll, family. I'll do whatever. I'll, oh, I would do this," right. and then to not really do it. But yeah. I feel like. Those those two particular conditions, I feel like the decisions as as made as it can be without being in it for me. I see. Like I wouldn't I think, necessarily go kill. I wouldn't go kill my son in law if he if he punched my daughter in the face or beat my daughter. But I, I he would never forget that that was a bad idea. Right. <laughs> right. Like, right. 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 Yeah. And if I, I go if if, of- if I go to jail for a couple months because. I did that. I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm okay with that. I don't. Yeah. Need... I, Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. Uh, I, I was just gonna say, I, I'm, I get what you're saying. So I, I don't know. Like, what is the extent of punishment that that? What is the acceptable extent of punishment that you would put on some, another human being, uh, in in the moment, right? So clearly, if somebody was, let's say, knocking, you know, your daughter around. In you just going off and, and murdering them, that's that's clearly a little bit overstating that. You know, <laughs> Don't do um, that again. Uh, yeah, but but on the other hand, um, if you found out that 
your son-in-law was was beat actually like legitimately beating her for a good amount of time <clears throat> and you went over there and beat the hell out of him and dragged him to the police station well, I, I mean I, I again I think that I put him in the back of my pickup and thing. take him to the cops after I beat him that's right turn myself yeah, in and be like here you around. go you gotta right that's what I'm saying like <laughs> because so uh, yeah I mean it is situational sometimes we don't know what we're gonna do until the boom we're, we're already in it but uh yeah I don't know man that's a great it's a great question because if, if we're trying to be honest you know then it's it's uh, becomes more difficult because it's easy to have fun and be like oh I would just get it, you know and, and the bravado right yeah bullshit, all the guys but, are like yeah I would totally whatever okay like, ah, well you know yeah, but I've I've no. thought about I have I mean, responsibilities I've for thought about this in terms of like what where am I where am I willing to go in terms of self self-directed uh retribution <laughs> you know like, I, I really wh- think that where would I, I go I would legitimately I would probably beat the person like especially like if somebody like if my sister Anna told us that uh Alex like beat her right I beat the shit out of Alex and I wouldn't tell anybody. I'd just go beat him up. And be like, don't do that again or you'll die. Like that. Then it's like, here's the line. Don't cross it again. Like something bad will happen. And yeah, you could. Worse than this. That's probably what I'd do. And if if something happened with, um, like, if let's say my niece or nephew was um, sexually assaulted or something, right? Like pedophilia, something disgusting. Right. I I would probably just beat them. I don't think I'd kill the person. Honestly, I don't think I would. I think I'd beat them and I'd get the police involved. I legitimately I don't think I would throw my whole life away to be in that position. Maybe it's different for Mike because you're older. But, <laughs> but way, way older. For. But like for me, <laughs> I, I just like I I'm young. I don't even have kids yet. Like I don't want to just throw everything away just to kill somebody. Like I don't, I don't think that equates to me having to kill someone. Uh, that's an interesting take on that because y- you are younger. <clears throat> I look at it like I, my I live for I live for my family, and so like I want to be able to be there and provide for my family all the time. And me being in in prison because of something that the justice system and God is already supposed to take care of. Um, I don't know if I want, I usually want to go down that route again. I can't speak for snapping, but man, I, I look at my life like who's going to be there for them. If I'm not there for them, you know, clearly, you know, my wife is Asian and a woman. Do I want her driving? No, I need to be the one that does that, you know? But yeah, I think about that. Like if I'm gone, Brooke is screwed. Like, I don't, there's... Yeah, like, women would have no idea what to do without us. It's true. <laughs> it's really true. <laughs> ah, well, anyway, that was uh, that was all I had. I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was a, an interesting an interesting it is. question. I, I don't, it is. I don't think... Because I know a lot of dudes are like, uh, I would blah, 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 do whatever. And I'm like, yeah, have you really thought it through? You know? Do you really have right. a plan? Do you really know what you would do? You know? Uh, with that, I don't know. I don't think most guys actually are aware. Dude. I don't think most guys that say that are aware of what real human combat is like either. Yeah. <laughs> like what 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 trying to take the life of another human would probably entail. I can't even imagine that would that must suck. Let you me tell so you how tired. dumb this is. I I you know I've been in a few shootings, 
And uh, reading some of the reports after are actually pretty funny because I think that there is a guilt response from officers who do not pull the trigger. I think there is a, an emasculating response that they'll have mm-hmm. um, if they don't. Now, I can tell you, I can assure you that if you are involved in a shooting but never pull the trigger, you are still absolutely involved in a shooting. Um, it doesn't make you good. It doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you anything, whether you pulled the trigger or not, in, in the kind of high stress or high, you know, that kind of situation. But to read in the reports that I took the slack out of my trigger, oh, like no. things of that nature, it, it goes down into that because wow. they never pulled it. Like, and so it's, it's just an interesting concept, this whole thing with men bravado. Mm. Again, it's okay. Uh, <clears throat> the three shootings that I was in, I only pulled the trigger in one of them. That was it. Yeah. And I don't feel bad about not pulling the trigger. I don't feel bad that the other guy or people pulled triggers. It just is how life goes. <clears throat> and so, but but that kind of bravado still exists in it, it definitely men. I don't know about women because I'm not a woman. But the whole idea, like the I took the slack out, or the only reason I didn't shoot is, and you have to put that in to the report. Like you, you already know why the fuck you didn't shoot. Maybe there was somebody in front of you. Maybe there were officers in the background. All that's going through your head at a million miles an hour until it all slows down. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to put those things in there. I don't, you don't have to color your your report up. And that is a full on bravado thing. Just like you well, said, if, well, if you don't, oh, I would do this then. No, if you don't color, okay. if you don't color your report up, then you're going to get the nickname String Cheese. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> See that dude, String Cheese? He didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> he didn't pull the trigger. That's why we call him String Cheese. That's why we call it, and they, we call his other buddy Slack. <laughs> he, he only takes the slack out of the trigger. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> It's ridiculous, man. I don't know what's wrong with us as men. Well, no, I do. Um, but but on the other hand, I, I can laugh about it and bitch or bitch about it even. But the reality is, is that that's that's what alphas do in in situations where they feel like they've they've fallen short on their manly uh, on manhood or their manliness. So it's just that simple. It's just stop it. <laughs> They're just moving these cameras angles all around. It's making me dizzy. Yeah, and I you, don't need a lot of that because I've been drinking already. If you hold shift and you press one through like eight or something, you can just switch between oh, all. God. Nice. Yeah. Such a nerd. There's a little, a little tip for you. <laughs> Hot keys. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Hopefully we gave you some things to think about. We got you informed on all of the issues. We solved voting. Um, so that's... Keep we got checking that up. For us. <laughs> <laughs> All the chickens are coming. All right, guys. Well, uh, can it just be Sarah Kelts? Can it just be Mike's face on screen? I don't need to see Dave. <laughs> yes, it can Dave. be. There you go. And it's a great, it's a great camera too. Look at it. Look how crisp and clean I look. Yes. I know. You have your filters on and everything. Mm. It looks amazing. Yep. All right, guys. Well, until uh, until next time. Thanks for listening. This has been off the cuff and stay classy. Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that stretch.